Good evening. This is Kingman Von Graham with Death Mysteries, and I have a special short episode for you tonight. Not that my episodes are terribly long to begin with, but this is a listener request. My friend Sandra Johnson brought this to my attention. It's a case out of Anacortes, Washington. It's a missing woman by the name of Lainey Westbrook. The original scope of Death Mysteries is to focus on people who are more than likely dead or people that we know are deceased. However, I have found lately that my interest in current missing peoples has grown and grown and grown the more I look into just how prevalent this problem is in our society. And anytime somebody reaches out with a new case and wants me to cover it, I feel obligated and I feel, well appreciated to be able to cover it. So tonight we are going to talk about a woman who is actually the same age I am. She's 41 years old and she disappeared on September 10th of 2020. So she's been gone for a little bit over 30 days right now. And as we know that if somebody goes missing, we really have a small window to find them if we want to have a positive outcome. And the longer the case goes on, the more likely we have somebody who's been murdered or abducted or something else terrible has happened to them, uh, like an accident or something like that. The possibilities, they drive me crazy and I know they drive the families crazy. So we're going to go over this case tonight, some of the details. It should be a short episode, I promise. And if anybody has any information, I will... um, give you the law enforcement contact at the end of this. So I'll just start out by giving you a little bit of Lainey's physical characteristics. Um, She is 41, like I said, and she is a white female. Her hair is listed as brunette and her eyes are hazel. And when I looked on her Facebook page, where I did a lot of sleuthing, um, she kind of has dirty blonde brunette hair, so it's not incredibly dark. She's 5'9 and weighs 120 pounds. And she has a great smile, and she looks like she really enjoys life. Lainey disappeared with her dog, Precious, who is a small rat terrier who looks adorable. And I know that a case that I just covered, Wilson Wayne Wallstrom, he also went missing with his dog. And like I said in that episode, a lot of people go missing with their dogs. And I'm even more concerned when the dogs don't show up later on. Well, I don't know if I should be less concerned, more concerned, but it definitely says something when a dog shows up and when it doesn't. Perhaps it's even more startling when a dog shows up without its owner, 
because people and their dogs are inseparable. And the likelihood of somebody being found with their dog safe, I don't know if that's higher or lower than if the dog shows up somewhere else, but it says something about where the person might be if their dog shows up looking for them frantic or confused. Uh, Things are not good. So maybe it's a good sign that Lainey's dog is also missing with her. We don't know. So Lainey was living at the San Juan Motel in Anacortes, Washington, and she was working at Safeway. And we do actually have video surveillance of her leaving the hotel at about 7.15 p.m., On the day she disappeared, uh, she was picked up by a friend and then seen at the Chevron station nearby, and she was living very close to the Swimomish Casino, where she used to work until January of 2019 when she left the casino and started working at Safeway. I'm going to go into some of the details of Lainey's personal life, and they might be a little bit salacious, uh, but please, no judgment And I would like to say that getting into somebody's personal life details is paramount to finding them and resolving a case when somebody goes missing. So we know that Lainey was seen being picked up by her friend in a white truck. That's the only description I have at about 7.15 p.m. And this friend has spoken to the police and has been apparently cleared by the police. And he says that he dropped her off back at the hotel at about 2 or 3 in the morning. But there is no video surveillance of her returning to the hotel. What does that mean? Why did the cops clear him? I got a lot of questions. I got most of my information from missingpersonsofamerica.org and also from reading local news stories over the last month about Lainey's case. A lot of the internet speculation actually centers on her boyfriend named Mike Sholand. And this is kind of curious. Mike had left the very day that Lainey went missing. He got on a flight to Alaska to work on a fishing boat. We know that he left. Uh, There's been a lot of speculation that maybe he had something to do with it, that he didn't really get on the flight, that he didn't really go to Alaska. Well, the police have run down this lead. He is on a boat in Alaska working, and he is just as upset as everybody else in Lainey's family and wants her to be found safe. So he is not a suspect at this time. If you remember in one of my other episodes, I talked about Alaska being the state where you are the most likely to go missing in the nation. And remember, Oregon is the third most likely state, and Washington is the fifth. So we've got some really missing person heavy states involved in this case. We know that Mike and Lainey were texting as he was boarding the plane, and their last real communication that we know of was Lainey asking Mike to call her when he landed, and she intimated that she would be asleep, but she would have the phone near her next to her head so that she could take his call. My only question is, why was she telling Mike that she was going to be resting or asleep and then going out till 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning with another guy? That's a big question mark. And again, I don't want to be salacious about her personal life, but this does bring into question exactly who she was with, what may have happened, her lifestyle, and I'm not victim-blaming here. I'm just trying to get to the bottom of this. And through my research, basically snooping on Facebook and looking at what people are saying about the case, Mike's sister, Olivia, actually posted something to Facebook defending Mike, and she tells everybody that he has been cleared by the police, 
uh, that he was going to Alaska so that he could make money so that he could return and be able to rent a place with Lainey and get her out of the hotel and they could build a better life together. Mike seems like a stand-up kind of guy to me, so I don't think there's really any indication that he had anything to do with this, whether or not he was in the state at the time. Mike's sister Olivia also intimates in her Facebook post that both Lainey and Mike are battling alcohol problems. Um, and that's something I know about, and I definitely feel for them. It's really difficult to get sober and then to stay sober and to build a better life for yourself. But I do know that the one thing that will help an alcoholic is just to stop drinking and to seek help. And I'm just going to read a quote from Olivia's Facebook post. She says, The Safeway stuff and supposed stalking, but what they didn't tell you was that she was messaging him to come to her work anyways, that is neither here nor there. My point is that they drank, they were obnoxious, and they drove us crazy with their arguments, but they were madly in love as well, and had a lot of laughs together. So this sounds to me like when there's alcohol involved, the relationship turned volatile, and there may have been allegations of abuse or stalking. Uh, it gets really messy when people are drunk. It's not a good thing, and most crimes are committed by people who have been using drugs or alcohol, and they really make people act in ways they never would when they're sober. So I always like to think that if you want to avoid crime, stay sober. If you want to stay out of trouble with the law and you want to have good personal relationships with people, stay sober. Uh, anyway, enough of me being on my soapbox about that. I've got no room to talk. Olivia goes on to say that there is information that is not public that people don't really know about yet and that another person of interest who is not Mike is going to come to light very soon through the police investigation. And we really hope that the police are not limited by resources and that they are able to go out and run down the leads and really figure out what happened to Lainey, where she is, and hopefully bring her home safely. So in this wonderful digital age, I can snoop on people's Facebooks, especially if they're current cases. And from looking at Lainey Westbrook's Facebook page, and this is really the only source I have besides going to the news articles and missingpeople.org, missingpersonsofamerica.org. Don't want to get that wrong. If you want to look up some stuff, go to that website. It's just as good as the Charlie Project. Well, I kind of like the Charlie Project better. Anyway. Lainey marked that she was in a relationship on August 1st of 2019. This is when she was working at Safeway. And the comments in that post lead me to the conclusion that she was in a relationship with a man named Sean Murdoch. And I'm going to go ahead and say that he is not a suspect in this case, and I'm not trying to malign him. I'm just giving the facts of what I could see on Facebook. I don't think he had anything to do with it either. There's no indication of that. I don't want to get sued. And I'm definitely not going to say that somebody's involved with something, so that's not what I'm getting at. Anyway, people were a little bit confused about her relationship status. People were commenting, uh, you know, who, what, when, where, why, people being nosy. So on June 5th, she posts a picture of her with Mike, and then the cycle repeats itself. Her friends and family are like, who, when, where, how, why, and she says, this is Mike. Basically, that's how she's announcing her relationship status to the world is through Facebook. 
I'm sure we're all familiar with that. I will have to say that uh, Lainey's father commented on this post, as he did on the other post about her relationship status, and he simply says, another one. And I don't want to read too much into that, but when your dad is kind of intimating that you are going from man to man, um, he's probably trying to help, he loves you, and it says something about your lifestyle if you're going from man to man. Um, Maybe she was going out and going to go have some fun the day or the day after she was last seen. Um, We know she likes to drink. These are all possibilities. And again, I'm not trying to malign her character. Who doesn't like to party and have fun and meet new friends and who isn't looking for um, connections with other human beings? So that's not what I'm trying to say, but it does put you at a a risk. It puts you in a category of high risk if you are out drinking and if you are meeting strangers or people you barely know from the other sex and getting intoxicated. And this is me just pontificating and I'm not passing judgment. I'm just trying to get to the bottom of things. So there are some other things that I noticed by snooping on Facebook that I really don't think are important to this case, but you never know uh, what details are important, what details are not important. Um, you know, she likes to listen to Metallica. She has lots of pictures of her friends, her family, animals. Um, there's lots of pictures of her doing shooters with people in different, uh, different photos posted on her timeline throughout the years. But she looks like a really sweet person. Um, you can tell that she absolutely loves animals. She is definitely head over heels for her little dog, Precious, who she went everywhere with. And as I said earlier, Precious is a little rat terrier, black and white, kind of mostly white body, a little bit of black spots on the face. And he, yeah, Precious is a girl. I, well, at least that's what I think. I was going to say he. Um, Precious is missing along with Lainey. And this could be a good sign or a bad sign. We just don't know. I will say that Lainey's friends and family and the police department, it looks like they are really putting a lot of effort into finding her, but it but it definitely falls on the family to put the most effort forth. I can see from snooping on Facebook again and looking on post about Lainey Westbrook being missing, her family is out there. They're making posters. They are canvassing areas. They are organizing volunteers for searches. They really want to find their their lovely Lainey, and I, my heart goes out to them. Um, nobody should go missing like this and their family not know where they are, what happened to them, if they're alive or dead. Uh, this is a tragedy, and again, it's not a death mystery yet. I don't want to write her off as dead, but I came up with the title for the podcast. I like the title. I usually deal with people that have been missing a long time, but I also feel obligated to present these current cases. Um, That being said, I'm going to keep this episode short, and if you have any information regarding Lainey Westbrook, please call the Anacortes Police Department, and the captain in charge of the case is named Dave Floyd, and his direct number is 360-293-4684. And I really appreciate you my listeners for sticking through this whole episode, listening to this. I hope I was a little bit entertaining and gave you some good information about a current missing person. Lainey has been missing for a little over 30 days. It's important that we get a resolution to this case. 
I think she can be found, and I even have some hope that she can be found alive. And I know the odds are not good when somebody's been missing this long, but I do know from personal, I actually have known some people who have gone missing and showed up uh, weeks or a month later. Um, I know it does happen, so there really is hope at this time. It's not like she's been missing for 13 or 20 years. Uh, now is the time if we are going to locate this woman. Um, again, thanks for listening to Death Mysteries. This is Kingman Bongram.